Hello. Hello, and welcome back to Snowblade, the podcast where two girls who should have gotten their degrees in film studies, but couldn't, because it wasn't available at their college (laughs) until their final semester, and explain all things film. I'm your co-host, Kim Suyuki, she, her pronouns. And I'm your co-host, Sadie, she, her pronouns as well. We're having so much fun with today's topic. And by fun, I mean we're probably going to get a little mad. <laughs> we also are going to have fun because um, the movies we're talking about are super fun. They are they're super also, like, fun. also, like, really smart. They're and so smart. How can, a, how can a movie be fun and smart and, on top of all of that, girly? Dude, no way. There's no way that That's... a movie could be all those things. I I mean, if someone made a Venn diagram of that, I just feel like it would be <laughs> impossible. Yeah, there's no way. Like literally, For any movie to literally, it's impossible. Like, okay, well, let me let me ask you this 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 question. This okay. very um, can okay, and take your time, please. Okay, I um, will. I will. Can a girly movie be intellectual? Oh, that is a great question. Let's let's all ponder this one. Let's all like take a second, maybe take a minute even, and mm-hmm, figure out mm-hmm. our answer to this. Um, I think I have my answer. Okay, what's your answer? Uh, duh. <laughs> Obviously, yeah. One hundred percent. You know what? Can I quote someone else for my answer? Um, I think I think that's acceptable. Yeah. Okay, so um, to quote Elle Woods from Legally Blonde, what? Like, it's hard? <laughs> yeah, no, she's so right, though. You know, that was such a valid... You know what's really great about that is she, when she said that, she was talking about getting into Harvard. I know. <laughs> Which is that was better. so iconic. Yeah. <laughs> the context of that makes the quote so much better. Absolutely. Um. So, yeah. Girly movies can be intellectual. And if you don't think yeah. that, you're silly. Exactly. So for a little bit more context, today we are going to be talking about, you know, how girly movies are treated in the industry and how they can be really smart. And we've seen that. I mean, <laughs> we're going to be talking about, you know, a very particular film that was <laughs> came out this year and was very girly. Um, but we're going to be talking about other movies that were also girly and smart and why we shouldn't be surprised that movies can have, you know, <laughs> be girly and smart at the same time. Um, and if you haven't guessed at this point, the movie we're going to be talking about, mm-hmm. um, starting with actually is Barbie. Just a little mm-hmm. film that came out this year. Just, just a little tiny one. Yeah, it's a little indie film. You, you probably haven't heard of it. I don't know. No. Yeah, I just, I was just you know, scouting the web, and I saw this indie film, and I said, oh my gosh, I'll go watch it, I guess, and it was, you know, it was pretty good, I guess, but I I know you guys haven't heard of it, it's, it wasn't really on anyone's radar this year, but you guys should watch it, it's great. Yeah, you should. We love supporting really, indie films. <laughs> I really love the amount of sarcasm we've come in at the start of this episode. <laughs> I know. It's so much sarcasm, and it's so aggressive, it's really oh, funny. It's- it's always the most aggressive sarcasm ever. It's so much, and it, 
I promise we're just joking. I promise we're just yeah. joking. But I think by now, Kim, they've like have a gauge of our sense of humor, you know? I would hope so. We're what, like, I hope you guys have. in? Yeah. Anyways, let's talk about Barbie, yeah? Yeah, let's do it. All right. Well, in case you didn't know, Barbie is based on the doll, Barbie. <laughs> Who would have thought? Mm-hmm. Um, I know, and crazy. Insane. And if you saw the trailers, what people like to describe it as is a very pink movie, which I guess mm-hmm. they technically aren't wrong. It is very pink mm-hmm. for the color palette. Yeah. But I, a lot of people took that. And when I say a lot of people, I mean men. <laughs> yeah. Um, who were talking a lot about how this movie was too girly and it can't send a larger message because it's so pink and like frilly and that sort of thing. Um, mm-hmm. It was super annoying took a lot yeah it took a lot in me not to yell at them (laughs) yeah it was like well we can't take this movie seriously then blah 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 um they also hop on like the train of like it just being like men are bad (laughs) yeah that's exactly what i was gonna say it was like as soon as something was you know targeted towards women you know as women were the target audience obviously men were like well this must mean you hate me. You hate all of us. And it was like, that's not that's not what's going on here, pal. It's not the point of the movie. Did you watch it? Yeah. And, well, because people were saying that prior to even watching it, but definitely after watching too, people, you know, a lot of men made their analysis about, you know, why this was um, a man-hater movie, you know? Um, yeah. And then... I, I go into, you know, I myself, I, I can speak for myself, like, does all feminism include hating men? No, I'm a feminist. Do I particularly hate, particularly hate men? Yes. So when I heard <laughs> that it was like a hating man movie when I went to watch it, lo and hold my surprise when it wasn't that. <laughs> no, you're right. Cause I was I, so disappointed. I was like, oh, man. I thought this was going to be one thing, and it wasn't. Exactly. <laughs> just, walk, just sitting there. Don't get me wrong. Great movie. But I was like, man. Yeah. Bummer. It was crazy. And then, did you also hear that thing? This is, well, I'll, we'll talk about it since we're talking about the movie. It's not about men particularly. Well, maybe, I don't know if men were upset about this or not either, but I remember also hearing that it was, like, spreading the quote-unquote trans agenda, and I was like, what do you mean? When I watched the movie, I was like, where, where was this so-called trans agenda? Like, No, I heard, I heard that too, and I was like, I was like, oh, okay, maybe it was just, like, you know, explicit or something like that, because people don't like that, but no, and I was like, it wasn't even that there was, like, a metaphor for, like, trans people or anything either. Like, there was, the only connection that was made was that there was a trans actress, which I didn't even know going into the film. And I was like, so you guys just don't want them to exist? I know. I thought that was so crazy. I was like, it's just, it's just them existing. And I was like, yeah, 
why why are we jumping so hard on this train we don't need to do that yeah and i think if we want to talk about like um like women in our place in society that first of all it always includes trans women but we also have to make that um you know that understanding in our minds that trans women are going to be dealing with a lot more than cis women you know yeah absolutely and so like just the fact that people were spreading that message like don't do that that sucks yeah which was really interesting i i feel like i'm jumping around a little bit here no that's but fine. it's really it's really interesting in comparison to um one of the other you know i guess bigger critiques of the film which was that there was no real intersectionality within the feminism in this film which i, I think usually can be a very good critique but if they wanted that intersectionality for you know a Barbie film where Margot Robbie, mind you, is the lead. Yes, I, I just feel like and and mind you, Greta Gerwig, a white woman, is directing and writing this. I just don't see that being realistic for this movie in particular. You know? No, I agree. And I was thinking about that a lot too when I was seeing that criticism. Is I was like, mm-hmm. I feel like that isn't what we would have expected from the movie. Just yeah. given everything, just given like even the behind the scenes stuff, like I like, I just didn't expect it to be that. So I don't, I thought it was an interesting critique and like it's a valid one, but I just, me personally, mm-hmm. I didn't think that was something I was expecting going into the movie. Yeah. And I don't think we needed that for this film uh, either. Um, the things that it did do, it did really, really well. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I was happy with just with that. And I think, I mean, a lot of people were saying it was, like, beginner-level feminism. And I think, I mean, another, like, this is a movie about, like, women and their struggles and things like that. But it was also, you know, at its core, a, a mother-daughter movie, you know? Mm-hmm. And a lot of moms were bringing their daughters or, you know, aunts bringing in their nieces, this and that, you know? bringing younger you know female audiences to see this and for them they haven't had a way to articulate these feelings yet right and they haven't had a way of you know maybe even understanding these things that are going to happen to them later in life yet and so for those particular you know little girls watching that film they they needed that i guess beginner level Mm -hmm. and also i don't think it's a bad thing to be reminded of that yeah and, or to go through that experience again because like it's very mm-hmm. much teaching barbie what feminism is and it's kind mm-hmm. of also showing this like universal experience of being a woman right we aren't mm-hmm. born knowing what feminism is and we aren't born knowing what the mm-hmm. patriarchy enacts upon women and that sort of thing so it's just this very like universal experience of learning it and just all of these feelings that come mm-hmm. with it and just trying to figure out how do I exist within this system. And so I don't think mm-hmm. it's a bad thing, you know? Yeah. And particularly we're kind of talking about um, America Ferreira's monologue in this film, which mm-hmm. personally had me weeping. Um, mm-hmm. It's something, it's one of those things where it's like, you know how kids will say something so simple, but it's so smart, and it's because they're mm-hmm. kids, and they're just, they think so, like, kind of directly, you know, they don't mm-hmm. really overthink a lot of things, and it, it was kind of like that, where it was something where, like, yes, I know these things subconsciously, but I don't ever stop to think about them, really, and I don't ever, you know, 
allow myself to forgive myself for a lot of those things she was talking about, right? About mm -hmm. like, you know, these aren't really my standards. These are some standards set by some man years ago, right? And it's something that like, even like, I've written essays and stuff about it, I'm sure, but it's like, I don't usually take my time to sit and think about it. And so hearing that simplicity and hearing, you know, like you said, it's a universal experience. I'm not the only one who's felt these ways. Mm -hmm. it, it was such a like, just a moment of like, oh yeah. And like, it was such a um, a release. That's what it was. It was it was like a release for me hearing that and hearing you know that it that it, it's not just me. It's it's you know a universal experience for all of us. Yeah, I one hundred percent agree. I loved her monologue. I thought it was great, mm -hmm. and I was just like, yeah, that's just what we go through. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, <laughs> as much as it sucks, it's in a way comforting to know that you're not alone. Mm -hmm. And so, it's, like, it's just, it was important. Yeah, it's just this way of, like, feeling this connectedness with each other, right? It was, um, I was thinking the other day about, you know, I think it was related to one of our episodes um, where, you know, just thinking about situations where, I don't, I, I don't know how, how related this was, <laughs> my brain... We all know I have a stream of consciousness that we don't know where it goes, you guys, right? But <laughs> you hop on the train and go about... somewhere. <laughs> yeah. I was thinking about something in one of our episodes and I, my brain just kept going. But then I started thinking about, um, you know, when like a girl, for example, will like get cheated on, right? And mm -hmm. she is somehow more upset with the other girl than the guy who cheated on her. Mm -hmm. And I think that comes from this, you know, sisterhood idea, right? Where it's like, well, I expected these from th this thing from like a man, you know, but you're kind of supposed to be my sister in a way, right? Even if you don't know mm -hmm. that woman, it's like, oh, like we, we have this understanding of what we already go through and we have this respect for each other. And I'm not saying it's the right thing, but I'm saying like I can understand now that mindset of like, oh, like we're kind of a sister and we all have these connectedness, even if we don't know each other. And it's like, oh, we, we, we have higher expectations for ourselves, unfortunately, but yeah. I just think that's interesting. Yeah, no, I feel like that that makes sense. It wasn't too it wasn't too much of a tangent. Okay, good. <laughs> and I also think it kind of goes into the message of Barbie, right? Of mm. of the patriarchy and the things that it does not right. only to women. Oh, excuse me, I sound really awful right there. You're <laughs> good. Um, but like how even if you switch it around, right? Because, like, mm -hmm. you know, there's this whole thing like, oh, you know, what if women dominated, blah, 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 you know? It was right. still oppressive to men. And so mm -hmm. either way, even if you flip it, neither party is happy. Yeah. And so... And I think also... Sorry, what were you going to say? <laughs> no, I was just going to say, it just very much shows how the system isn't fair, no matter who you are. And so, like... But, like, men don't really understand it because of just the way that they're brought up in the patriarchy, right? And so yeah. it's also kind of, like, that flip side of, like, teaching, you know, boys, teaching men of how the system is enacted upon everybody. Yeah, how the patriarchy affects them, too. It doesn't just, you know, affect women. Mm -hmm. um, and with, I was just going to say, like, it's also, like, um, like, you know, when we think of the patriarchy, we think of men in power and, and things like that and how, like, 
we need to, like you said, like switch it around, like have women in power. But a lot of the times there are also other women holding up these ideas of the patriarchy as well. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that was kind of brought up in the movie too. Like it's it's not, I'm not going to say it's not just men to blame, but it's it's kind of, you know, not. It's, it's everyone is, you know, upholding these patriarchal ideas. And sometimes it's just because it's easier, right? It's easier mm-hmm. to go with what you know. Yeah, no, and I think that this movie did it well is like, um, mm-hmm. com- being complicit means that mm-hmm. you are supporting, like yeah. whether you think so or not. Because when it goes to you know, can introducing the patriarchy into Barbie Land, you then see all of these you know women, and they make the point to have like the president become one of those like someone who waits on the Kens and that sort of thing and Mm -hmm. so it's just like it's just showing how this is just a vicious cycle no matter what happens Mm -hmm. um yeah sorry my brain kind of stopped no you're okay um (laughs) oh my god can you please don't die I'll try not to I'm so sorry about that. It was literally out of nowhere, too, where, like, I was perfectly fine that all of a sudden my throat was like, what if we closed right now? And I was like, okay, sure. Like <laughs> yeah. Um, anyways. Anyways, um, now that you're back from not dying. Yeah. Um, also, this is kind of related to our last episode. Um, I put weirdly in quotation marks because, like, are we really surprised? But weirdly this movie had like a lot of hype when it first came out even um with the you know um criticisms from mostly men you know Mm -hmm. but it it still had a lot of hype when it first came out then eventually it started you know getting dragged in the mud Um, yeah and for me it's like i say weirdly because like it's a movie made by a woman and it's made for a woman and Mm -hmm. so it's like to me this is the reaction I expect when I see a movie made by a woman and made you know with women in mind you know Mm -hmm. it's just unfortunate (laughs) it's unfortunate that it just got like ended up dragged through the mud by Mm -hmm. like especially with this um you know there's the critique about the basic feminism there was a critique from men about the movie and so it was just like it was hyped up and then it was all of a sudden torn down yeah just like woman <laughs> wow it, it's almost like some people miss the point of the movie <laughs> honestly it's like they did the thing that so often happens to women and completely did not see the connection to the movie at all. Yeah, the they somehow missed the point. Yeah. I love when that happens, when somebody treats a movie or a show with so much irony that you're like, did you watch this piece, I know. piece of media? Like, did you watch it with your eyes closed? What happened? <laughs> Watched it with their eyes closed and their ears shut. Yes, they covered their ears and closed their <laughs> eyes and were like, oh, yes, yeah. I'm watching this movie. <laughs> Noise-canceling headphones and two eye patches on. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And it's like, why would you miss that point? Mm-hmm. But I loved but, Barbie. It was great. Yeah. I was going to say, um, 
I think I feel like we're coming to an end about talking about this film in particular, but um, even like we talked a lot about the more serious aspects of it, but even with all those themes, you know, it was still such a fun movie. There were it was so I fun. mean dance numbers, there were amazing sets. They kind of gave this like theater element that was really cool. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it was just a really fun film, even with that, you know, just position of, you know, a serious, you know, theme in it as well. And it was cool that you could, you know, have this serious theme and it, it be smart and it was still fun. And I was having a great time watching it. Um, I watched with my mom and my aunt as God, a.k.a. Greta Gerwig intended. Um, <laughs> so I had a lot of fun. <laughs> That's beautiful. I love that. Yeah, no, it was so much fun. I loved it. I loved it. It just made me so happy. Mm-hmm. It was like so colorful and the music was great. Oh my god, I love the Barbie soundtrack. Yeah, the soundtrack was really good. Um particularly Billie Eilish's song in that movie. I'm not even a big fan of hers, but her song also made me very emotional. I was like, "Oh, this hit." Like when I say a song that so well encapsulates that movie, like if you listen to that song, you will know what this movie is about. Like it was so mm-hmm. beautiful. It was a gorgeous song. And even like the music video she ended up doing for that song. I was like, mm-hmm. oh, you got me. That's it. I'm going to go <laughs> lay on the floor and cry now. Yeah. And then, sorry, my voice is being weird again. But Ryan and Marco's performances were also amazing, stunning. I mean, everyone did a really great job. But also America Ferreira. I haven't seen enough people talking about her performance in this I film. I like, love America Ferreira so much. Same, and she, her performance was amazing. Who she is as a person, too. She seems like a wonderful oh. human being. Um, some of the, she did a TED Talk that I think um, Ryan Gosling was talking about in an interview, and it was a great TED Talk. You guys should listen mm-hmm. to it. Go look up America Ferreira TED Talk, because it was great. Um, and Ryan Gosling was hyping her up. Also, this whole cast, like hyping each other up like I know they're hyping up Issa Rae who's in this film uh, yeah that plays President Barbie and they're hyping up her and like her amazing journey into you know the entertainment industry she's amazing she's hilarious you should watch her um other projects um yeah and it's just a, a beautiful cast and they all performed so well and it I mean it was fun it was clever it was it was a great time it was you could tell there was a lot of love put into the film and I think that's really important exactly oh, i love the movie i can't wait to rewatch it yeah once it's on streaming i'm gonna be wa- watching it a lot <laughs> Me too. i'm like just i'm waiting for the day it's on streaming excuse me sorry i just took a big swig of water <laughs> no you're okay i figured something was going on there <laughs> yeah i i was like I know I'm not saying anything. I just want to... I was trying to do it casually, but I was like, I feel like I should say something now. <laughs> just not address it. <clears throat> yeah. Um, where should we go now? Do you want to talk about another movie that... I know you haven't seen yet, but... I have not seen... I can tell you my seen... thoughts on it. I, ha- I still haven't seen it, Um, but I would love to hear your thoughts on it because I am going okay. to watch it hopefully soon when I have time. Okay, I I think it's streaming on Prime, but I think you have to rent or buy it. Okay, that's okay. I'll do that. I don't know when it'll be free, but I think it's worth it. Honestly, it's worth it. Yeah. (laughs) Um, 
Well, let me let me tell you about it, and you can decide after if it's worth it or not. You know. <laughs> I feel good and I want to see it so bad. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I mean, so the movie we're gonna talk about. I just really haven't even said the title. <laughs> we keep them. We keep our our listeners waiting. Yeah, we keep you guys on your toes every time. Um, so the movie is called Bottoms. I mentioned it um, before a few episodes back, I believe, but I didn't really get into it too, too much. Um, but basically, the basic premise, it's these two best friends in high school. They're both lesbians, you know, but not they're not dating each other. I want to make that very clear that they are friends because I feel like people are like, oh, two queer women in a movie, they date. And it's like, no, which... <laughs> was already an aspect that I was very happy about because they do that with heterosexual relationships as well where they're like, oh, a guy and girl best friend, that means they end up together in the movie. And I'm like, that's not, it's okay. We can be friends here, you guys. It's fine. Um, so anyways, I just want to make that clear for anyone who's like, anyone who's about to critique that or anyone who's just making that assumption. But anyways, these two best friends, they're like, how do we get girls, you know? Um, and they're like, you know what would be a great idea? We should start a fight club, and it'll be all sweaty and hot, and they'll be, like, in love with us, and that's how we get girls. <laughs> it's, it's, they're like, this is genius idea. Don't know why no one else has thought about it. This is perfect. <laughs> and I really love them for that, because what the heck? So it's already this kind of out, out there, like, plot. Like, you know, like, what do you mean they started a fight club in their high school? They, I mean, they started a fight club in their high school. What do I need to repeat that you know um like what do you mean um and it's so funny because it's so it's one of those things that you fall so in easily into this world because Mm -hmm. I mean first of all the performances are amazing stunning um Rachel Sennett and Emma Segelman I still don't know if I'm saying her name right I am so sorry but they wrote such a, a great film and they they were able to create this world that you it's so funny because it's so outrageous and it's so out there and yet you fall so easily into it of, of all these like out there things and it was like it was one of those movies where every like I like literally watching it the first time I could not tell you anything that was going to happen next like I was like what do you mean this just happened like what do you mean we're doing this now like what let, let's slow down but I also like didn't want it to slow down um apparently Io Debris and uh Rachel Sennett um, improvised a lot of things too which threw some of their <laughs> castmates off but in the best way ever and I love those in, that in comedies when like that happens um I'm going all over with my notes by the way so if I take a moment and pause I'm so sorry um, um a couple movies that kind of put me in the mindset of as well is um Wet Hot American Summer and John Tucker Must Die um John Tucker Must Die is on my letterbox top four so you guys <laughs> know how I feel about this movie it's so it is it isn't as out there as maybe what hot american summer which i'll get to in a second but it is a little bit out there where it also just doesn't have this big serious theme in it it's just like a fun film that i watch it's it's really a comfort film for me um and then what hot american summer i remember watching it in high school i couldn't tell you exactly what it's about but it's really it's a very <laughs> out there type of movie and it's so funny because before the film or before I watched the film, at least, I was thinking, like, why haven't we had another movie like What Hot American Summer recently? And I think I watched the film, and then I was like, wow, this kind of reminded me of, like, that kind of outrageousness of What Hot American Summer. And then I think Emma Segelman ended up saying that 
What Hot American Summer was one of the films she was inspired by, and I was like, I could see that in your work, and I love when I can see inspiration in the artist's work, so it made me so, so happy to hear that. Um, I think she was also inspired by, like, Scott Pilgrim, Saves the World, um, movies like that, and I haven't seen that, but I still feel like, yeah, you can really see her inspirations for the film, um, and it's just, I don't know, it's a really fun um, queer film that, like, I don't know, it's so funny, because I think... Ayo Debris said, like, you know, it's just a fun film. They It was just, like, queer woman deserves fun film and fun films that aren't really about, you know, anything else. And even with that, there were some, some topics that came up that were, or some topics and themes that came up in the movie that, you know, I was kind of like, oh, like, it was, it's weird because it's such an outrageous film that it's it's subtle in that universe, but at the mm-hmm. same time, it, it's not because it's an outrageous film. Every nothing in it is really subtle, and mm. so there's still things where you're like, "Oh, that hit for me. Oh, that hit a little <laughs> too hard for me," you know. Um, but they do it so well that it doesn't, you know, change anything from the from the story or anything if that makes sense. But also, like, it doesn't because there's there's another movie I watched recently that really. Um, it was a horror film, and it really tried to be very, like, political and stuff, and it it just didn't work with the with the plot of the movie, and it, and you could tell it was trying too hard to incorporate this, these things, like, this theme, and they were really, really trying to, like, hit the nail on the head, but, like, they were missing the nail every time, if that makes sense. Um, so, yeah, and then... Sorry, give me a second to read my notes, you guys. Got a lot of notes. I really do. <laughs> I love it, though. Um, I think... Yeah, so basically what I was trying to say, it doesn't try to shove the message down your throat. That's what I was trying to get at just then, but it's still really clever, even with that being said, you know? Um, yeah, oh, also... Um, okay, I have two more points, I think, and then I will try to end the, or three more points. One's really short, though, you guys. Um, but basically, um, also, over critique I seen about it, um, that I heard, it was someone on TikTok or whatever, but they basically said that it seemed to be written by, you know, a queer woman who, quote-unquote, wasn't queer until after high school. Um, it just was a weird critique because all all queer people and all queer stories are valid and mattered because there's a diversity within them and all of them should be told um and also just because someone realizes later in their life that they're queer doesn't mean they all of a sudden turned queer later on they were always queer they just didn't realize until later um and yeah that doesn't make them any less queer or any less a part of the queer community um but also it's just really cool to have you know, a queer film that isn't about coming out or about the hardships of being queer. It's just a fun, goofy, queer film. And it's super rewatchable. I can already tell I'm going to be rewatching it um, probably all the time. Um, it's definitely easily going to be a um, comfort film of mine. It may even end up replacing John Tucker Must Die at some point, which is crazy. I never thought I'd see the day. Um, yeah, and also the soundtrack was really fire. 
That's all I have to say. <laughs> I love all those points. Those are all great. <laughs> Thanks. It was, yeah, it was a really fun film, and I can't wait to rewatch it. I can't wait till you watch it so I can hear your thoughts. And I know. There's a particular moment in the film that I need to talk to you about, but I don't want to spoil it because when <laughs> it happened, it's not even, like, a spoiler for the plot, but when it happened, it did something to me internally that I don't think has ever happened to me in my life. <laughs> Oh, I love that. Okay, I'm gonna. I'm, I will let you know when I watch it, and then okay. I'll try and see. I'm pretty sure I could probably find out what that moment was, but I'll I feel like you, know. you will. You know me well enough that you'll be like, "Oh, was it this?" Because it also did something to me internally. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So <laughs> I'll let you know. So moving on to another, you know, pink and smart movie. You know, we can't we can't talk about pink movies and smart movies without talking about this one uh yeah legally blind mm-hmm. um iconic quoted Literally in the beginning so iconic yeah um and yeah even just by the title i love the title it makes me so happy yeah that's such a creative title you know like what do you what do you mean legally blind legally it's genius i love I it know. and then you watch the movie and you're like ah okay yeah it's so i mean there's this dumb blonde stereotype right and it kind of Mm -hmm. plays with that and turns it on turns it on its head and it does so in such a fun creative way i mean it's just a great movie oh yeah and absolutely proved that a movie can be pink and smart Mm -hmm. we love elwoods yeah i mean it's a fun film. We we get to experience a witch journey of, I mean, like we said earlier, she gets accepted to Harvard. No one thought she could do it because she's supposed to be this, you know, dumb blonde. Mm-hmm. But she proves us all wrong. She goes to Harvard. Um, law school specifically, by the way. Like, yes. Hello? Even harder to get into. Um, and, you know, she's really, um, you know, she's a lot smarter than people are, like, giving her the credit for mm-hmm. which um is so funny because i feel like that's such a uh i mean that's not a unique experience for other women either right like Mm-mm. that's something that we get all the time it's like oh you're a woman you're not you're not gonna be smart enough for this oh you're a woman let me dumb this down for you you know and it's like yeah. we got to see that through her eyes and be like oh yeah this has happened to me too like you know what i mean yeah Absolutely. And I just, I love it. Um, Every time it mm-hmm. comes up on, on my TikTok for you page, I'll have to like watch the clip just because I love it. It just, I'm always yeah. just like, yeah, I have to watch this movie again now. Yeah, exactly. It's, it's like, I'll, honestly, all of the movies we talked about so far are very rewatchable. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I don't know. Oh, yeah. Um, It also, like, I forgot her name. There's another character in this movie with black hair and she's kind of in competition with her and it's also you know this aspect of like being in competition with other women even if it's mm-hmm. involuntarily it's because it's yeah like, especially like with law school right that's such a male dominated thing and yet so when there is like another woman who's I guess like at your quote-unquote level or whatever or even if it's you know the only other woman there it's immediately that's your competition right which is so wild but it happens all the time in, in the real world mm-hmm yeah. yeah, and it, it's really cool that, um, I don't know, these different, you can take out so many really great themes from this movie, and yet it's so fun, and there, I mean, there's the bend and snap, which is so mm-hmm. iconic. Absolutely. Um, I mean, also, um, oh man, why am I 
forgetting her name. What's her name? And she's like, and I'm and I'm taking the dog. <laughs> her name? Oh my god! I completely blanking out. I feel so bad. I know you know who I'm talking about. Yes, I do. Oh, um, <laughs> oh my god, Jennifer Coolidge. Yes, thank you so much. Oh my god, that was going to stress me out for the rest <laughs> of the day. <laughs> yeah, Jennifer Coolidge is awesome, though. And who doesn't love Jennifer? Like, come on. Um, She's so, I love her so much. She's so much fun. Yeah. Um, I don't know. This movie really showed that you could be, you know, smart and clever in so many different ways. Like, yes. I mean, big. Big spoiler alert for anyone who hasn't seen the movie yet, but Elle Woods won, you know, the case in the film because, you know, none of her peers... Oh, sorry. I, <laughs> I'm, i like, looking at my notes and trying to think at the same time. <laughs> but she won the case in a way that none of her peers would have because she had knowledge on something that none of them would have had knowledge on. And mm-hmm. so it shows that you... I mean, there's different types of intelligence, right? And there's different, you know, ways to show that intelligence. And you don't have to be, you know... I mean, even when people say book smart or street smart, there's more than just those, you know? There's oh, so yeah. many different, you know, ways of, you know? I don't know. Of it's just, just like... being smart. It's like just being yeah. just intellectual. And it means that yeah. in so many different facets. And exactly. like just because you may be perceived as like one thing or you know and that sort of thing you can always take that knowledge and apply it somewhere else even creatively mm-hmm. like she does in the movie and how she does yeah and she really helps like figure out the case like yeah you know yeah exactly it's like just because you know someone is isn't knowledgeable about the things you're necessarily knowledgeable or they're still learning about those things doesn't make them any less intelligent than you are i mean you had to learn about these things at some point, right? And also, like, they probably are knowledgeable about things you're not knowledgeable about. So no one's necessarily smarter than the other person. It's just we all are knowledgeable about different things. Yeah. And so we should be more accepting of that. Yeah. And um, also, last but not least, there's also this theme that, you know, was specifically about in the workplace, but there's also this theme of sexual harassment in the film too, which mm-hmm. when I first watched this film, I was not expecting them to have such a serious, you know, topic. And it was like, oh, and it, I mean, it makes sense with all the the rest of the film. And when you think about, you know, the fact that it was such a male-dominated, um, mm-hmm. you know, um, schooling or whatever industry that she was trying to get into. And it's like, oh, like, I don't know. It's this weird thing where it's, this really fun bubbly movie but there's still the seriousness that really grounds it as well mm-hmm. um yeah it, it's still this real realistic film and i don't know i feel like it was this first example of like a movie being you know very pink and bubbly and girly and yet still really really clever i agree and that's why legally blonde is so iconic mm-hmm I will I will never ever slander this movie. If you ever see me slandering that movie, um, it is an imposter, it is a clone, I have been kidnapped, something is wrong. <laughs> it is not Sadie's. Yeah. Um sorry, I had a really bad cough that like snuck up it's on okay. me. Are you okay? Yeah, no, I'm okay, I'm fine. But she was okay, just like, cool. what if I just really quickly take out your lungs? Oh. No, I'm okay. Though. We're good. <laughs> okay. Um. Do you do you see the ending of the note with the question mark? 
I we do. Can, I think it's we really funny. We can talk funny. about that or we cannot. <laughs> I would love to talk about it because, okay. because you know. <laughs> because, you know. Because, you know. Um, this movie is out and it's just, I, I've personally heard a lot of good things about this movie. Me too. Um, but I've also seen a lot of people hating on this movie. Me too. <laughs> um, and if you can't guess, we're talking about the Marvels, mm-hmm. which came out last Friday at the point that we're recording this, right? I think so, yes. Yeah. So, I still haven't seen it. I don't think Sadie's has seen it yet. I haven't. Yeah, so we both haven't seen it yet. But we exist on the internet. <laughs> yeah we we are two women who exist on the internet mind you so we are very in tune with all of this conversation and that sort of thing mm-hmm. but um it goes back to what we were talking about with like barbie and with our last episode there's yeah. just a lot of weird hate with, that comes with the movie mm-hmm. there's just a and lot it's- of like hateful discourse that's surrounding it and it's a lot of things that have been done in other marvel movies that haven't gotten critiqued for but because mm-hmm. that they're women it ha- it is exactly it's it's this thing where it's this very like thinly veiled misogyny it's like they want to try to kind of you know mask it as like oh i'm just critiquing a movie i can't critique a movie when it's very obviously just misogyny uh-huh yeah um Again, we haven't seen the movie, but um, there's mm-hmm. this whole thing going around right now because Kamala is obviously a very big Captain Marvel fan. And mm-hmm. and so she meets Captain Marvel in the movie and, you know, has her little fangirl moment. Yeah. And people, specifically dudes, are like, um, mm-hmm. were saying that it was like over the top. It was too much. It was unnecessary. But then Sadie sent me a tweet of someone who quote retweeted it and mm-hmm. was like well if you're okay with spider-man doing that with iron man i'm gonna need you to sit this one out and i was like yeah yeah because literally spider-man got to fanboy over iron man and for we're a not whole letting movie. for a whole movie and we're not gonna let kamala do that to her like inspiration her icon captain marvel like why yeah. not i mean it's really interesting because um, even when Miss Marvel came out, um, Kamala's initial, um, you know, introduction with her, you know, origin story and everything, um, it was so interesting how many people were hating on that just because, you know, she's a brown character, a brown actress, and mm-hmm. we're like, well, I'm not going to watch this movie then because, you yeah. know, screw diversity. Um, and it was so interesting because her story is so similar to Spider-Man, and there's so many mirrors mm-hmm. between their stories, and yet people were like, no, and, and critiquing all the things they love about Spider-Man, basically. Um, but also, just like, um, yo, I lost my train of thought for a second. <laughs> oh, also, <laughs> not only was, like, Spider-Man, you know, kind of fawning over um, Iron Man for literally a whole movie, but we also saw that with Agent Coulson and Captain America, right? We saw that mm-hmm. with Ant-Man and Captain America for not one but two movies right when he first is introduced mm-hmm. to him and then again and um i think ant-man and the wasp after after he meets him he's like oh i, I met captain Mar-, and he's like he won't shut up about it you know and it's yeah. like we're so okay with you know i mean it, it reminds me of that same thing where like 
when men get hyped up over, you know, sports teams and things like that, which is totally fine to do, by the way. But as soon as, you know, a woman is obsessed with a certain celebrity, you know, it, it's like, or a singer, right? It's like, oh, well, that's too much. You're fangirling. But guys kind of fangirl, too, over their favorite sports team or their favorite athlete. And it's like, why is that okay? But if I'm doing this, it's not, you know? It's it's weird. It's annoying. Like, yeah. Yeah, and I've also heard like a lot of great things about this movie. Um, mm-hmm. But I'm also seeing that um, it's not doing that well in the box office, which mm-hmm. I'm sure we can all guess why. Yeah, literally. Um, but what's interesting too is like, it's sure it's not doing too well. Um, I mean, another, I mean, it's woman led, it's directed by a woman. Um, and not only that, two out of three of the female protagonists in this movie are women of color. Um, and so, yeah, I can see a lot of people kind of, quote unquote, boycotting it and and Mm -hmm. just being very, um, I think it was literally Stephen King tweeting and he was like, I think a lot of this is just adolescent boys being like, girls, yuck. And that was a very real tweet. And I agree. <laughs> an incredibly um, real tweet, actually. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's just like I, I can see that being why. Also, with you know all those people who are, I mean, a lot of there's been critiques of Marvel movies in general recently. And mm-hmm. Kind of, I think that it it coming out after all those critiques basically is also a downfall of it. It's not the film's fault. That doesn't mean it's a bad yeah. film. Um, but it is weird the amount of people talking about it as if you know this movie in particularly is you know the downfall of marvel and Mm -hmm. you know oh this is the biggest flop blah 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 um i i I don't feel like you know ant-man quantumania did that well and there wasn't this much talk about it not Mm -hmm. doing that well that i'm hearing now you know and it's like and also i remember i seen like a diag um like not a diagram diagram, but a picture, and it was kind of basically showing... Sorry, my mom's trying to call me, and I'm like, bro. <laughs> okay, I'll call her back, but... <laughs> um, What was I saying? Oh, it was, like, this little picture, and it was basically trying to show, like, the... um Kind of where Marvel, I guess, has gone wrong with its film filmography and it was mm-hmm. really 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 interesting image because it was all of these like films like avengers and even black widow which i don't feel like also did that great in theaters but mm-hmm. i could be wrong um but it was showing all these like kind of white films specifically from marvel that you know as it's like oh this is what made you know made the marvel movies go up and then all the films that were on the bottom that were supposedly the you know the downfall were like all of the like woman-led or POC films and one of the most interesting things about that image was Black Panther was not on it at all and it's it's like yeah of course you didn't add that because that would you know ruin this whole theory or this whole conspiracy that you're trying to add up because that film did great it not even just the first one the second one too did Mm -hmm. amazing and so it's like why are we acting like we what like you know what I mean it was just really weird this type of you know they're trying to make it seem like POC films and woman-led films aren't doing well and we I mean we get this time and time again and once once there is this success with those movies then people are like we can't have this success anymore only movies mm-hmm. with men only movies made by men we can't we can't let you know 
it, it's specifically white men too, obviously. But yeah, oh, yeah. it's really interesting how how very not you know um, subtle this misogyny is. You know. Oh yeah, it's just ridiculous, and also I feel like it also just severely got hurt because of the strike. Because yeah. they weren't able to do, you know, their press run for before the movie. Mm-hmm. And so I feel like that's a big contributor as well. And so I feel like they're just not adding all of these these things that contributed to, like, it maybe not doing as well in the box office right now. Because mm-hmm. there's so many things that led up to it that, you know, people yeah. may just be like, oh, I'm going to skip this one. Yeah, exactly. And there, I mean, there's a lot of other movies coming out right now, too. Like, I mean, just this month alone. Um I, I was going to try to name them, but I can't think. My head is so empty right now. There was something else I was going to say, but... Oh, yeah, also, even though, like, this hasn't done as well compared to maybe some other Marvel movies, I believe for the debut or the premiere, it's the highest grossing film that a Black female um, director has, you know, made so far. So that's still, like, it's amazing. really incredible. Yeah, yeah, and that's something where, like... I mean, it's been not even glossed over, but just not even talked about. Like, that's a really amazing accomplishment. And it's, like, because it's, you know, obviously a Black woman, no one's talking about it. No one's, you know, really giving her flowers. And that's really, I don't know, it's messed up. It is. I hate it. Makes me sad. I know. Um... Yeah, it seems like a really fun movie. I mean, the second trailer was really weird, and I don't want to get into that right now. But the first trailer seemed good and fun. The second trailer, they just added like so many like random clips from other movies. And I was like, you didn't have to do this. I know. Like, I know there's, I know, girl, the strike, but also, girl, <laughs> you don't have to add, add random old clips. It was so. I wild. know. <sighs> but I'm but, excited to see it. Yeah. Definitely, and I'm sure it'll be good. And. I don't know. I love, um, you know, Kamala. I love Monica Rambo, and I love Captain Marvel. So I'm excited to see them. I'm so excited to see them all together too, because they look—they just seem like they have such yeah. a fun dynamic. I'm very excited. Yeah, the chemistry just looks phenomenal. Absolutely, oh, I'm so excited. Yeah. So that's kind of all for today's episode. We just, you know, wanted to let you guys know that. Girly movies are really fun. They are and, really fun. And smart. They can be clever. Yeah. And this and is really important. And yeah. we should let them we should let those movies exist as they are. Yeah. And not and, you know, take them into the dirt. <laughs> and even if a fun girly movie, you know, isn't going out of its way to be clever, we can still let those movies exist and just have fun. Not every movie has to be about something else. Mm-mm. They could just be it's okay. Yeah, it can just be about entertainment, you know? That's, you know, a big reason why a lot of people watch movies. It's just, oh, this was a good movie. It doesn't have to say anything if it doesn't. Unless it's really trying to, it doesn't have to say anything. Mm Mm-hmm. Exactly. And so I think we should just let those movies exist as they are, and we we shouldn't call them out if they aren't. Yeah. And I guess that's where we'll leave you off for today. Um, Yeah. We hope... You guys enjoyed this episode. This was a really fun one for us to talk about. Um, we have been dying to give you guys our Barbie re- review for Literally so long, dying for months. So we've been waiting. Oh my gosh, we are so excited that the um, 
you know, SAG-AFTRA got their deal, WGA has gotten their deal already as well, and so we can talk to you guys about movies again, and we're really excited. We have so much to tell you guys and talk Incredibly about. Incredibly excited. I feel like there's just so much we've been watching during this whole time. Yeah. Oh my gosh, yeah. There's... Yeah, so that we have this review, we have another review in the next episode. Um, and yeah, we probably have more have reviews this- coming up. Yeah. We're going to have an episode where we really just catch you guys up with what we've been doing with the strikes and everything, so mm-hmm. stay tuned for that episode as well. Yeah, you get to just hear um, yeah. our entire list of movies and shows we've watched. <laughs> yeah, and I, I, I'm going to have to literally make a list because I can't even keep track, you guys. Um, I know, I'm also going to have to make a list. I'm going to have to be like, yeah. all right, so what have I seen from this month to this month exactly i'm like okay starting the exact day the strike started what did i start watching (laughs) from our last episode that we did before we went on exactly what have we talked about up until then exactly i'm gonna be like going through my text and tweet with kim like "Uh uh-huh and i watched this "Uh uh-huh and i also watched that i know i'm gonna have to like go through and like see and like look at my watch history and all that sort of thing oh my god same yeah Exactly. It's gonna be fun. I'm excited for that episode as well. It's so so gonna be fun. Um, yeah. But anyways, we really hope you guys enjoyed this girly, you know, girls just want to have fun episode. Yeah, let girls have fun. Yeah, let us let us frolic <laughs> in the fields. Yeah, why, and live our lives. Why? Why do guys have all the fun and we don't? You know, we we got stuck with the patriarchy and misogyny. <laughs> Can't give us a little fun on the side? Just a little? A little bit of, just sprinkle it on top, you know? That's all we're exactly. asking for. <laughs> it's not that much. Really, it's not. <sighs> Anyways. Anyways, that'll be all for today. As always, you can follow us on social media. Um... Flame Pod on Instagram and at Flame Pod on Twitter. Um, I think I've said in a previous episode, but we do post different things. I posted a meme the other night on our Flame Twitter. I so thought it was funny. really funny. It was it's so funny good. I was, I was going through that at the time, and I ended up just watching Danny Phantom, which is, which is the funny part. <laughs> That's but beautiful. I was like, I was like, bro, what do I, what do I do? And then I was like, I'm gonna tweet this because <laughs> it was such a panic I was experiencing. You're like and somebody like, needs experiences with me. I was like, hopefully Kim is okay with me tweeting this because oh, yeah. I just had to. It was so oh my god. Fun. I loved it. I'm so glad you thought it was funny. I was like, I this, this may flop and that's okay. <laughs> I'm like me whenever I have like free time and I'm like, oh, I want to watch something. And then I have to exactly. like go through everything I like have either on my list to watch, what I've been told to watch, or I'm like, exactly. or I could just rewatch Tangled. Literally. Like, me being like, oh, Lilo and Stitch? Hello. (laughs) (laughs) Like, I know I have a gigantic list of things to watch, but what if I just rewatch Superstore? Literally. I'm like, oh, The Good Place is still on Netflix. Let me tune in. (laughs) Literally, I was doing that the other day of, like, I was just trying to find something to put on as, like, background noise as I worked, and I was like... Mm -hmm. Okay, so I could, like, start a new show. I could start one of the ones that we're probably going to talk about for the pod. Or I could re-watch The Good Place. Literally, what do you think, one? <laughs> no, that's me. It was, like, How I Met Your Mother every time. It's, like, if it's if it's a brand new movie or a movie that's been on my watch list for years versus How I Met Your Mother, How I Met Your Mother's winning every Absolutely. time. Absolutely. I 
like literally it's just it's such a struggle and you know the rewatch will always win i feel like it and i feel so bad i feel so bad i also feel bad Every because time. then my list just gets longer and then i'm like exactly well, shit and then i'm, I'm crying about it up. later i know i'm like, I'm like why would i do I, this i need to watch you guys and then of course it ends up not being able to stream anymore you're like when when we're why did nobody tell me you were oh you only had two more days left <laughs> Literally, and then you're just like, well, now I just can't watch that until it comes back onto streaming, so I might as well rewatch something again <laughs> until that time. Exactly, and then you're like, oh wait, I know these other movies I've been wanting to watch, are, but it's okay, I I'm not in the mood to watch those. It's really bad. It's such if a struggle. If you guys want to check out that meme that we're referencing, go to our Twitter page and go look at it. It's a great meme, and it's very relatable. It's at least kind of relatable. Us, you know? Yeah. Um, like I said, follow us on social media, and I don't know. That's all. That's all. And, oh, if you want, I've seen. I think we have two reviews on our Spotify. Two five star reviews, by the way. So thank you to oh, those I wonderful, amazing that. people. Thank you to those I, people. We appreciate you. We love you. Um, if anyone else wants to give us any stars, five stars specifically would be very appreciated, but any stars at all, honestly. Yeah. Um, it helps out with just kind of getting us out there. If you just want to talk to us about your friends, I mean, not a, talk to your friends about us. There we go. Or just, you know, spread the word. If you enjoy our podcast and want other people to enjoy our podcast, it would be much appreciated. Um, yes. you. Give us a little five stars. Leave a little comment too. Um, yes, what do you we, like about the pod? We will we'll read them. Yes. We will read them at the end of we, these episodes if you do. Exactly. So, um, yeah. That's all. Thank we'll you. talk to you next week. Yeah. We'll be in your ears again soon. Yeah. All right. Goodbye. All right. Okay. Bye. <laughs>